It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. And welcome back to another episode of the Pandarin Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Mask. And with me as always, he's been threatening people to, for elbow off the top rope for a week now. <laughs> it's Sean Dangler. Wow, that was, that was a long buildup, but yeah, fuck yeah. I will elbow anyone off the top rope at this point. Have you just been like walking around being like, you're about to get these hands? Like, <laughs> Or just like, hey man, you ever been powerbombed in the street? Powerbomb, trying to... S- Trying to stun some people, you know, at this time. Like, that's what I've been trying to do, basically. Yeah, I... Just trying to have beer with someone, and then I give them the beer, and then I stun them when they're drinking it, basically. So I found, you know, you you point to just some random person asking for a beer in the street. They don't actually throw it to you, like wrestling. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. So we're talking about this, everybody. We watched WrestleMania last weekend. It was awesome. Um, We have some comments on it. We kind of want to walk everybody through there. And then after that, we're going to talk some NFL because we talk NFL a lot. Hell yeah. So, Sean, this is your second WrestleMania you've seen, correct? Oh, I. when was the other one I saw? Didn't you watch last year? Oh, I might have. Who? What was it last year? I don't know if I did. In Tampa Bay? No. Okay, so this is your first WrestleMania. Who won last? What was Roman. the big match? Roman versus Edge versus Debray. Yeah, no, I didn't watch that. Okay. This, this is the first one I, I legit... I Maybe I'd seen matches, but this is the first one I've I've legit watched. I think almost every match, I didn't watch, the, I think, the first couple of matches of both nights or whatever. First match of each night. Yeah. But, yeah, this is the first time sitting through fucking two nights of WrestleMania, which to me is seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah, so you think it's a lot now? Just imagine before this. So what had happened is WrestleMania just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Then it was yeah. like, it's just like one eight-hour show. Yeah, um, that's way too long. Yeah, so they're like, all right, let's split this thing up into two four-hour shows instead. Yeah. So, okay, what'd you think, though? First time ever, what'd you think? Um, It was night... It was great. Night one was more enjoyable than night two, I would say. Mm-hmm. I think the night one had more matches that seemed more fun, I guess, or more entertaining in my in in the sense of that. Because I feel like night one... Like I, like, it's kind of funny. How you book stand-up shows is kind of how you book, like, WWE Ooh, shows. Okay. Or, like, music shows. Let's you know, you, you have to put your... Obviously, your best thing is last. Yep. And then you kind of have to, like, organize it. And so, like, basically what I'm seeing is, obviously, the Brock and Roman match is the biggest match of all the matches. Yep. So, I feel like that match carried a lot more weight that, that night, so they put a lot more shittier matches. Not that any of these matches are shitty, in a sense. But the, war, the matches maybe you don't care about as much on that night. And then the first night had a lot more matches that I felt, to me, were like, okay, these are yeah. matches I really want to see. But you couldn't take those matches and put some of them on there, because otherwise night one would suck even would suck more i guess or would it suck yeah whatever that's kind of how i see it yeah i think you're right i think part of it is to you you put the matches on the night one to get the buzz yeah so then more people tune in to night two yeah yeah that's a good you're trying to build that buzz through it and you're right it is kind of like a uh music show or a comedy show you get a high energy like thing first thing like get the crowd into it then you gotta have the highs and lows and you're gonna end with the big but the big match overall big picture i enjoyed watching it for the first time i don't know if i can watch it every year but i it tied me enough enough of the the there's enough matches in there that i wanted to see i guess that were entertaining enough at least night one like almost all the matches were like entertaining night two it was like kind of like really there's a couple three matches i'm looking at right now that i was like Okay, I really enjoyed those matches, and they were worth watching, Yeah, I guess. I think part of it this year... So I'll say this year, 
compared to the years I've watched before, there was actually more like I'll call them filler matches that like they really they didn't feel like WrestleMania matches to me. Okay. But they they were actually like on the card. So I'll yeah. say this year was a little dull in my in my estimation and, on that. Okay. Um, the highs were real high still on this one though. Yeah. So. Um, they're not always like this. There's been years where I've watched it where like every match is like, oh fuck, okay, here we go. Um, that's not that's not always. <laughs> but the case but I also get like, you know, and again, it's like music comedy shows. You have to like balance. You can't be on a high the entire fucking time. So yep. you have to have some matches that are a little, I don't know, bringing the energy to a different level. So then you can build back. They're up. The bathroom like breaks, a, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 shitty to say, but that's what they, they're the bathroom breaks. Yeah, that's so, true. Um, okay, so night one, what? what what was your favorite part of night one? Uh, my favorite part of night one. Uh, so I think this one is, I don't remember. I did not see the first match. I know that because you. I was sad that I didn't get to see Rick Bouge. Even though I wouldn't have been sad seeing him get injured. Yeah, so, like, I would have been sad doing that. Let's preface this by saying, <laughs> when we went to the live show, I don't think Sean popped more than when Rick Bouge came <laughs> and did his thing. And right. like... Before the show started, they're like, yep, sounds like we're going to start with this tag team match. But like, ooh, Sean's got to get here. I text him, he's like, damn, I'm going to miss it. And like the start of the show was him coming out doing his thing. His guitar, ripping on the guitar. Ripping on his guitar. Boosh. And so Sean missed out on that. But then the match, like, the match got cut short because the guy got hurt. So yeah. um, you didn't miss out on that. But okay. So I, I missed the pop. Uh, yeah. Um, and I don't remember. Was I there? For the Drew McIntyre match, or did I show up midway through that? Like, I don't really even remember. You know, I think you were there. I think it was just one of those things where we weren't paying attention. Yes. <laughs> but then, like, the Miz and Logan Paul. I distinctly, from that point on, I remember that. Yep. Um, so, what did you... Did you ask what I liked most? Yeah, what was your matches? favorite part about it? Um, I think, honestly, uh, the Cody... Even well, man. Obviously, my favorite part was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yep. As ma- as bad as like it was as a wrestling match in terms of like Stone Cold was not moving well no, at all. No, he was not. <laughs> but it was entertaining, even though the whole time everyone knew it was gonna be a match, and they're trying to say, "Oh, this isn't a match." Mm-hmm. But like that's what it, it just is like. Get to the point. But then once that all started happening, and Stone Cold, you know, just beat up Kevin Owens, drank beer. Like for a crowd. long time. <laughs> yeah. Also promo- heavily promoted his beer too. Oh yeah. The crowd because they would do the, the crowd shots of the beer just sitting on the <laughs> on the ring like a in, nice in focus. Yeah, in focus to be like this is the beer that he's drinking right now. Yeah. Um but yeah, that I mean that part was by far the most enjoyable, but I think the whole I'd heard about, you know, Cody Rhodes coming back and he was always the rumor to take on Seth freaking Rollins and so I think that was a cool match to kind of see because yeah. I don't know. The crowd enjoyed that one, I think, a lot, too. And I guess the... the I mean, I could talk about all these, but those would be my top two. And I think Bianca Belair beating Becky, Becky Lynch, because I don't think... I don't know what you thought, but I don't know if we were po- entirely positive Becky Lynch was going to lose that match. I no, guess. it was... In hindsight, we should have been, because it's like, okay, coronation for this like young up-and-comer yeah. again. But yeah, Becky Lynch is one of those people, like, I don't ever believe they're going to lose, because it... Yes. Just, it <laughs> Spoiler alert, kind of like Roman, I just never think they're going to lose because they're so big at this point. Yeah. Um, so her losing was a big surprise to me, um, and it was a good match. Yeah. Um, that was it. Yeah, it, that was a legit. It was. It, they were very entertaining to watch that match. I, w- I was a little disappointed. I don't remember if it was that match. It was that match where, like, the crowd wasn't getting into it for a while. Yeah. And I, I think I, like, said during the show, I'm like, this crowd sucks. <laughs> you did. Um, it pissed me off because... It, you could feel like the momentum is like building in the match and they're doing cool shit. And like 
I don't even know if it's a whole crowd or it's just a crowd you can see yeah. in the stadium is like just not reacting. They're <laughs> it, sitting on their hand, just it, like you can see people in the crowd on their phones. Like this sucks. Yeah, it's like ruining the atmosphere. Um, so that kind of pissed me off. But um, no, that match was really cool. This I was popping real big for the Stone Cold thing while it was happening. Um, my wife was not having it. Um, she did not care that Stone Cold was back. Um, I I mean I think it was. I, I mean, it's impressive. He hadn't wrestled a match in, what, 19 years or something? Yeah. And I mean, I don't think... I think most people assumed he was never going to wrestle again, but... Yeah, I, I never thought he was coming back. I mean, I would hope he doesn't wrestle after this because he looked kind of rough, but... Uh, over, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But overall, he did... He delivered the goods good enough, you know? He did. The, he stunned a few people, did his other stuff, poured beer on people. It's pretty good. How many beers do you think he actually, like... Drank? Drank. Drank. Like one, maybe, total through yeah. all of it. Because basically, it's like, it's like the cookie monster... <laughs> you know, like he just opens and then inst- it looks like he's drinking, but he's really just like pouring it all down himself, basically. I, I noticed this time. So before I used to think he would like actually pour it. He like squeezes it out quick, too. So, like, yes, pops out on him. So, yeah, because there's no way you can drink that fast anyway. So he probably gets some, but like, yeah. obviously, it's not enough because they had to throw him like two dozen, <laughs> two, two dozen. It was a lot of beers because the whole ring uh, we can get to him at night, too, when we talk about. But like, do they redo the ring after he? pours all that beer over the mat basically like, i think it just dries in honestly <laughs> I so much beer that he uses real watery beer i'm guessing real watery beer <laughs> exactly um so yeah no i i agree i think the stone cold kevin owens thing was real cool the cody Rhodes thing was cool even though we knew it was coming yeah. um did you think he was going to beat seth rollins all yeah. the time yep <laughs> i uh i i yeah how I, many times has seth rollins like lost legitimately in wwe quite a bit um more I mean, not a lot. He definitely probably wins more than he loses, yeah. but he's a heel right now, so he's going to lose some of those okay. like those matches like that. Um, well, if only Roman could. Uh, now, Roman's. A di- <laughs> I've told you before, he's a different kind of heel, man. He's, he's like the boss level heel. Yeah, Seth, I know. Seth's he's a in, swarmy. Like he's, a, he's in God mode. Yes, I know what fucking Roman says about. <laughs> hey, dude hasn't lost in like two years. Uh, but no, I, it was cool. I don't know for Cody Rhodes. I loved when we talked about. Um, I had not realized his fucking tattoo he had, or the reason he had Cody Rhodes has a disgusting tattoo on his neck, basically. Yeah, so the reason he got it was because when he left WWE, his whole thing was like, um, he was like a pretty boy, yada, yada, yada. And then he left, and he got the tattoo as like a reasoning behind like, they will not take me back with this tattoo because it's not like, yeah, you can't push push it out to the general public like this. People don't like neck tattoos, so... It's either I go do this stuff that I say I'm going to do and like do it well, or I'm not doing anything at all. Essentially, yeah. so he made himself do that. So that's kind of a cool story. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. So yeah. I. I don't know. That match was really cool. I. I, I do think that match seemed a little slow at points for a while because they're just like both bigger guys and they're not really like high flying guys necessarily. They did some stuff, but they're not like so fast. I guess you're actually. <laughs> In that match, you're right. Seth Rollins actually is like can be a real big oh, high flyer, but know. he did not in that match. I think part of it is he's working heel there, yeah. So he doesn't do his cool shit as oh, much. Okay. But uh, yeah, Cody Rhodes, I don't think is. Re- you're right. He's more of a ground based. Yes. <laughs> so, but he did what? He he did his dad's move, didn't he, or something? Or his finisher. Yep. He did his dad's move. Um, got a big pop out of that. And then he also did like a, which I'm gonna say his dad's move real fucking lame looking, but sure. Well, yeah, but think about it like <laughs> it's from the 70s. Or yeah, whatever. It, was, it was the 70s, 80s. Like think about Hulk Hogan's finisher was a leg drop. 
Oh, I have I should look that up. I don't, I don't it's literally like someone's laying in the middle of the ring. Hulk will like go off one rope and like just leg drop. <laughs> that was his finisher. That's like right. all, all the old finishers sucked because yeah. they were new back then. Now, if you do them, they're like, okay. Yeah. But no, that match was cool. Um, the pop was cool. It seems like Cody's going to get a big push. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you. One disappointment for the night was the Ronda Charlotte match. Oh yeah. I was skipping over that. Yeah. yeah. It was not that exciting. It was dull and it, ended weirdly in my opinion how did it end again i don't even remember she cheated um no so she tapped with the ref out uh, and then like screwy and yeah the ref <laughs> the ref got up and like as Rhonda's like ref are you okay she gets like finished and yeah. loses so that happens i mean it, you would think maybe there's literally no other way to do it but like the ref bit is just so annoying because maybe it's just because now i've paid more attention but that happens way too often where the ref gets knocked out then the heel gets an advantage that way hey wrestling <laughs> where's the sky judge man <laughs> yeah we got replay in all these other sports and then we can't use this in wrestling so you're saying if i'm in the nfl and i like tackle the ref <laughs> yeah. but this guy scores a touchdown nope i'm pulling him out before the, uh, the ref gets up yeah. no touchdown no touchdown down. Come on, WWE. Where's the Sky Judge here? Yeah, I know. It is ridiculous. But, yeah, that match wasn't that exciting. I think the thing is, it's just like Ronda Rousey is just... I Like, they try to make her cool, and it's just not cool for me, I feel like. She's... They tried this the first time. She's not a good, good guy. Yeah. She needs to be a, a heel. Yeah. Um, but you can't really be a heel against Charlotte. No, Hart, <laughs> Charlotte is a heel, so, like, you can't have them fight. Um... It, yeah, they need to turn her heel, and, like, then she can kind of be, like, a brooding, like, just badass slash, like, yeah. mean person. And it's the character's going to work better. Right now, she's just kind of like, no, I'm the baddest woman on the planet, but I'm a nice person. It doesn't work. The, the yeah. character doesn't work, so they need to switch it up. Yeah, she has to basically be, and this is a lazy comparison, she has to be like what Brock Lesnar was, basically. Isn't that basically... Kind of, yeah. Kind of, she just has to play that role. She's just a brute force. Yeah. She's stronger than everyone. And maybe they, I mean, they tried that the first time, so maybe their thinking was like, all right, we eventually transitioned Brock out of that a little bit. Maybe we'll transition Ronda out of that. And it just, they're not ready for it. Brock seems like he at least has like some, oh, he's all right on the mic. I don't know if Ronda is, or like can show her personality like Brock kind of can. It's weird because the first time she, like the first run she had, she could. Like she was fine. She was good on the mic. She was fine. Um, She's not, she's regressed a lot. Okay. Um, and a lot of people, me included, thought like when she came back and we're like, oh, it's just rust, you know, and it like, it hasn't gone away. So mm. I don't, I don't know. I think this is uh, the other podcast, the press box I listened to, David Shoemaker. They went to WrestleMania. Yep. Actually. Yes, they did. <laughs> and I think he mentioned, I thought it was that he mentioned this. Maybe it was somewhere else. I'm picking this up. But basically just, I think he said like, it feels like Ronda Rousey just doesn't even want to be there basically. <laughs> Oh, I hadn't heard that one, but I, I, <laughs> but I don't know it. if that's him or if that's somewhere else, but I thought I had heard that somewhere. It just feels like Ronda is like, she doesn't really enjoy it. Like, you know, like other wrestlers, like she just does it, you know, to get paid type of thing. That could, and I hate to keep comparing it to the first time, but like her first run was awesome. <laughs> but like the first time, like she came in, like was like putting in the work. She was working every week. Yeah. Like, and it seemed like she was like really like a fan living out the dream type thing. Yeah. You're right though. Now it kind of seems like she's a little more entitled, a little more like, yeah. I mean, she has a family and whatnot and stuff. She has other obligations more, I guess. Too. I, I get that, but like she, there's rumors backstage that like she's like throwing fits about like the finishes of matches and yeah. like her placement on cards and like 
she apparently like threatened to walk out of WrestleMania because they weren't going to be the main event of Saturday. Um, yeah, there's no way they could put her over Stone Cold. They were up until like Wednesday of that week. Really? Yeah, that's absurd. Yep, they were. That you know, Texas rattlesnake. You gotta have the Texas rattlesnake be last, especially if he's coming back for his last match. I I think that was when they didn't know because I don't think they knew that it was gonna be a match until like sat like Friday or Saturday. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, they they were the main event up until real close to that week. <laughs> they really didn't know, so they're just waiting on like Stone Cold to be like, yeah, I think my body's good enough to do this, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Well, it wasn't great, but it was a good enough, I would say. Not me. I, I was I was cheering. Um, so, okay. So, we talked a lot about night one. Night two, um, like you said. Uh, we didn't mention one other oh. match I want to talk. is the Miz and the Logan Paul match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which actually was pretty entertaining. Because I, you know, I don't enjoy Dominic Mysterio at all. So, I'm okay with him losing to those two. This is the... So, for you listeners out there, Sean is like... Anything the WWE is like trying to push, Sean is into like the character wise. He loves the good guys, hates the bad guys. <laughs> Dominic Mysterio is your one like blind spot. You just they can't get get you to like him. Can't, can't get me to like Dominic Mysterio. Logan Paul actually it was it was an entertaining match. Logan Paul looked like he hung around well enough. He didn't look completely out of no out of no it as a wrestler basically. No, his spots look good. He uh, I mean he wasn't like straight like super smooth, but it was yeah. good. So right. what do you think? Um, with the Miz, uh, at the end of the match, Miz Logan Paul wins, and then the Miz does his move to Logan Paul or whatever. It yeah, is. because he's the A lister in this scenario, man. <laughs> he's got to show he's the A lister. But does that happen to all the celebrities whenever they do this that the wrestler will end up fucking them over? No, not not always. <laughs> okay, um, like last year when Bad Bunny came in again. Bad Bunny was a good guy though. Oh, so okay, like, there. So it makes a little more sense. That what I'm hearing though is apparently they were trying to turn logan paul face by having the miz go after him yeah but everyone just cheered the miz doing it because they don't <laughs> like logan paul that much that's funny so who knows yeah it didn't really work okay yeah. all right we can go on i mean did you have any thoughts about the usos match or drew mcintyre's match no i the only thing i remember about the usos match is rick booge getting hurt yeah and then i couldn't tell you a thing that happened in the drew mcintyre happy corbin match okay how much happened after the like how long did it, after Rick Bouge got hurt? Does he just roll out of the ring, yeah. ring, ring basically, and then like Shinsuke just does a qu- few quick things and then they pin him? No, like, there was a, I don't know, there was a yeah, I guess sorta. It was there was a minute or two of like actual wrestling, then Shinsuke got the double team moves on him and it was over. So okay, it, it was fairly quick after it, but it wasn't wasn't like he's out of the ring like we're doing the finishers now. Okay, got it. Uh, no, I think the only thing that happened in the Happy Corbin match, I do remember this, is that Madcap like distracted or distracted happy corbin and then like yeah. drew was able to do something so but then madcap turned on happy this week oh did he spoiler for smackdown that's already <laughs> happened so it's out there but uh yeah so happy corbin like blamed the loss on madcap moss so yeah. madcap moss turned on him turned face and got a huge pop for beating up happy corbin oh i mean that was going to happen at yep. some point how long have they been together then right before we saw him in live oh, i'm pretty okay. sure so not too much longer November, December. So what, is Happy Corbin going to become Sad Corbin then? Uh, I doubt it. I doubt it. Maybe, though. So are they going to fight each other probably, then? Probably. Uh, That's usually how those work. Okay. All right. Go on to night two. Um, Really, so here's the thing about night two. There was two awesome matches and a lot of... I shouldn't even say. There's one awesome match, one big match, and a lot of little matches, like you said. Okay. Um, 
the Johnny Knoxville Sami Zayn match was awesome. That was actually very entertaining, as weird as it was, yep. because it was just a bunch of pranks, basically, is what it turned into. Between the actual match and Pac McAfee responding to the match, <laughs> it's awesome. It was just so funny. Um, I don't think I've laughed so much watching a wrestling match in a long time. It was it was very entertaining. And the thing is, and I I think David Shoemaker, Brian Curtis, whatever, one of them mentioned this. Like Johnny Knoxville, this is like right up his alley. Like this, oh, yeah. the, like doing right because he can take bumps. He does all this dumb shit, getting hurt, basically doing things. And so, yeah, no, I agree. It was a very entertaining match, and I think Kim actually enjoyed watching. She also doesn't like Sami Zayn because he's a homeless guy. <laughs> but like, he got, it, he got his comeuppance, man. Yeah, it it did make me want to watch the Jackass movies even more, which yes. is also probably exactly what they were going for. The whole Wee Man bit was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> even had him what, suplex yeah, or super- powerbomb him, suplex him, whatever it's called. Yeah, that was pretty great. That and then Pat McAfee talking about the one guy's ass cheeks the whole time. Was- <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Michael Cole just being like. Why? <laughs> yeah, why are you talking about his ass cheeks this much? Yeah, Pat McAfee just being like, he was a big part of my childhood. <laughs> it was, yeah, that part was, yeah, it was great. It was, it was overall a super entertaining match. I yeah, that say. was good. And I guess I, I'm, I left out the Pat McAfee match was actually pretty good too. The Pat McAfee Austin Theory match was good. Y- yes, the Vince McMahon part was weird. I thought he was gonna die in the ring. <laughs> yeah, we we can get to that real quick. I do want Pat McAfee actually. The crowd loved Pat McAfee. I love Pat McAfee. <laughs> I think I think he honestly has a higher Q rating or whatever you want to say than Roman Reigns. Honestly, for like probably man, how entertaining and I mean the thing is it's it's a guy who clearly like from what I understand really loves wrestling has always loved wrestling and he actually like did some wrestling like for a little bit was he like in uh, NXT or something? He, he wrestled some matches in NXT. Yeah, he so did he some has, celebrity matches. So he has like yeah some experience. And then he's just super entertaining as, like, an announcer, basically. <laughs> yeah. I do also love... I'm going to downplay the whole, like, I'm an NFL punter thing. Yeah. I get it, man, but you're an NFL punter. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. We, we don't need to keep calling, like, hey, man, this guy's a pro athlete. He's a punter. He's a punter. Yeah, that's so, true. But anyway. Uh, but the weird thing about that match is, and I get it, they should have to show Mr. McMahon sitting there. But I hate just the cutaways to him, just like Mr. McMahon, like, ugh, like just like intently staring. And then, then, then the background, whoever the color commentator, I forget what, Brian Saxton, is it Brian Saxton? Byron Saxton. Byron Saxton is like in the background. They must tell him like every time to be like, like look over, like you're like oh, you're yeah. scared of Vince every time they make that camera cut or something. It, it was really funny. They were both like, he's our boss. We can't say anything bad about <laughs> yeah. him. Like, but then like, no, but then Michael Cole is just like, clearly biased or whatever yeah. but then brian's like yeah you can't say you can't you gotta watch what you say man the boss is right here like cool's like i've been here for 20 years let him fire me <laughs> but no that that was entertaining uh pat you're right pat mcafee is probably like he came out well they didn't they, how did he come out he didn't have the drum line he had uh, dallas cheerleaders dallas cheerleaders came out yeah and then he came out and was like in the ring forever like getting the crowd to cheer for i'm pretty sure too so he he at one point punts a ball into like the crowd yes i'm pretty sure someone from the crowd threw that ball to him oh really i don't think that was state i think someone (laughs) just like threw a ball at him and he caught it and punted it that's awesome so that was that was cool and yeah he was he got a huge pop from the crowd so but yeah no his match with austin theory uh did you think he was gonna win the whole time then yeah okay yeah I thought he was going to win. I didn't think the Vince McMahon that, thing was going to happen. That was, yeah, that was weird because, yeah, it was like they tempted it, like the Vince McMahon almost did, and then they actually went for it. But you're like, he looks 
old. And you're just like, this seems concerning. He, like, did not move, which was real sad. Yeah. Um, did you notice, too? So, eventually, Stone Cold comes out. Yes. And you knew he was coming out. Did you notice there's a one point? So, him and Austin Theory have their hands raised, and they're kind of, like, panning around the ring. They put Austin Theory's theme music on, and Vince McMahon reacted like it was supposed to be yes, Stone Cold. Yes, I, I did catch that. I, I did catch, yeah, because he, like, looks out like he's scared. And then, so, it, like, kind of botched the next time it, it happened because he wasn't ready for it. He didn't react like he did. Yep. So, I wonder if you go back now, if they fix that, if they don't show that. Yeah. But, uh. No, yeah, I did catch that part because I was like, he reacted weird to Austin Theory's music. Yeah, I, yeah, you did think, I don't know if initially I thought Stone Cold was going to come out, but then, like, you're like. Oh yeah, if he just beat up Pat McAfee, then yeah, yeah. This Once is he started happen. beating him up, I was like, Stone Cold's gonna come out because that's the whole Vince Man, Stone Cold dynamic. Yeah, but like, the, the, yeah, then once Mr. McMahon got involved, then you're just like, okay, this is too weird. Because what was it like? I forget why was he beating Pat? Like Pat McAfee got cheap shotted or something. Then your Austin theory yeah, stuff I, to him. I think. Yeah, he got cheap shot, and then Vince McMahon did, like, a clothesline or something to him. And... <laughs> but it's, like, real slow motion. You're like, no one would actually get hurt from this because it's so terrible. Yeah, Pat McAfee was so hurt. Or I guess he ended up coming back in and getting stunned, didn't he? That's yes. why he was on outside the ring drinking beer. <laughs> beer. Yeah, we can... yeah, but, yeah, basically Stone Cold shows up. But did you... I, I assume if you saw him react uh, at, to the first thing, how bad that they botched the stun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so he, like, kicked him. He acted like he was going to, like... He, like, started the falling down for the stunner too soon, so, like, Stone he, Cold had, like, pick him up and, like... No, he... Yeah, he literally... Yeah. He basically literally did... Kicked him. And then he, like, ran, like... Like, fell backwards. Like, almost looked like he lost his balance. Yeah. And then Stone Cold had to, like, go gather him. And it wasn't, like, a quick second. It was, like, a few seconds of, like, gathering. Okay, now we'll stun him, basically. Yeah. I, people online have been calling it the worst stunner ever. <laughs> like, which it probably was. It, it was, was bad. bad. And it was really bad because, you know, that was probably set up to be, like... You the know, moment. The, f- the moment, and it was just botched terribly. I will say, Austin Theory sold the hell out of his stunner. So he <laughs> sold it. So if you ever watch, like, The Rock, when The Rock used to take him, yeah. that's how The Rock would take him. He would, like, just, like, spring up real big and, like... <laughs> so I, I loved it. It was great. Um, and then, like, the beers afterwards, the Stone Cold stunning, did, Pat McAfee. Yeah, I mean, did you also think that was going to happen yep. no matter what? Yep. Is that what Stone Cold does? Like, to yep. anyone he saves, he just ends up stunning them, basically? Pretty much. Um, anytime Stone Cold's in the ring with anybody, I'm assuming everyone's getting stunned. <laughs> everyone's going to get stunned. Um, anytime someone walks away without getting stunned, I'm like, damn. I, I mean, I'm guessing for wrestlers, it's just like a rite of passage you want to go through is yep. to get stunned. <laughs> so that's what I've heard. So you always hear about, like, these, like, low-level people or newer people. They'll get, like... Um, buried by these older people they'll come in and just get beat up by them yeah but like if you talk to the people in the industry it's like a super big honor to just like be uh, in the ring and like get that stuff to happen to yeah. you so it's like and from the outside perspective people are like oh man the old like guard is just like beating up on the new guard well, yeah. really like in there they're like oh fuck like i just got fucking stone cold stunned by stone cold that's <laughs> fucking awesome yeah and and like you said uh the pat mcafee part was um hilarious because then like after Again, after he had been stunned, he whatever, rolled out of the ring. And then Stone Cold's just doing all these beers in the ring. Again. Again. And then the, that that's the part where I was like, they have the Roman match still. Like, this ring's going to be covered in beer. But then they cut back to Pat McAfee's just pouring the beer on himself <laughs> as he's laying outside the ring. That, I, I got a good chuckle out of that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think they just were like, well, we can't just give one night Stone Cold. We might as yeah. well give two nights. Same thing with The Undertaker. He did the same thing two nights in a row. Like, came out oh, and like, did his little wave and, like... yeah. I think they could have just done one night for that. But I assume it's because there's different people there second night. Yeah. So then they want to do that. I thought maybe that he would come out and do something. But 
Nah, not 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 with the retirement. No. Oh, okay. Or not with the Hall of Fame, I guess. He, he could still come back next year and do something, but I doubt it. Okay. So. I, one thing I forgot about the Kevin's Owens Kevin Owens matches where Stone Cold took him up on the four wheeler and then just like, oh yeah, power bombed him or whatever move he did to each side of the audience, basically. That's yeah, great. where he like beat him up and like got on the four wheeler with him and like started riding. <laughs> Kevin Owens like whoa. <laughs> yeah. So okay, real quick. Um, I don't know if there's any other matches. There's one other match I want to talk about, and it was the Seamus Ridge Holland with this fucking crazy Butch character who I'm not familiar with. I already hate Ridge Holland. So, and I this Butch guy just seems crazy. So he's from NXT. His name was Pete Dunn in NXT. He yeah. was actually really good. Okay, but they've like re really like done his character, so it's it's a totally different guy. Now. Okay, but like I was like, great, the New Day, love the New Day. And I was sitting down here, and I was like, I need to charge my phone or something. So I was going to run upstairs. And yep. literally, they end the match at that point, like, right after. I was like, I did not know this would be a squash match. I didn't. So it was actually supposed to be on Saturday. So oh, they really? ran out of time on Saturday, moved it to Sunday, and then they squashed him on Sunday. Oh, that sucks. So, yeah, I, I didn't. That was one of the matches I didn't watch. I, that was I my like Sheamus, even though I don't really like this fight night version of him. Nah, me either. And Ridge Holland just, I don't know, doesn't connect. But the whole Butch thing was just like... Butch is crazy. That's like what the gimmick was. It felt like. Yeah, it's kind of like he's like a chained up dog. Like, <laughs> yes. let him go. Let him go. Yeah, it's like so, so weird. I yeah, I don't. Apparently on Friday night, like he lost the match and then like pouted, like, like in the corner. Oh, geez. so I, I don't know where they're going with it. <laughs> okay, he he is a good like if he's a good wrestler if they don't fuck him up. Yeah. Okay, I'm just looking. I remember I tuned in. I missed the RK Bro match. Or it was whatever. fun. It was fun. I missed that. I did tune into the Bobby Lashley, almost, almost. Yeah, that match was not for me. It, it sat, it, and I was like, I'm, I'm all right. I didn't see this whole match because I can guess how this goes because almost is just a huge guy, and then it's just like Bobby Lashley like trying to be. Yeah, yep. It you're, was you're that on intense. it. You're on it, man. <laughs> and then the the fatal four way tag team match wasn't. I don't think was super. It, it's just none of those characters I was really into. I guess pretty much, and I knew, and I told Kim. I remember being like, okay, it's either going to be Sasha Banks and Naomi or Carmella and Queen Zelina are going to win. I knew the other yeah. ones were not going to win because I didn't know, have Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley been a tag team match that long or like, so, was it just for this they kind of put them together? I don't think any of these four people have been together longer than like six months. Yeah, that's what I thought was I was like, it seemed that, and then it, I knew Natalia wasn't going to win because from my understanding of the what is like she's just like kind of used to lose basically at this point. Yeah, she's kind of just like a credible loser at this point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. So I didn't have much stake in that. The age AJ or the Edge AJ Styles match was just like I'm looking. It ran 24 minutes. It was probably 10 minutes too long. Honestly, it was just it a was, lot of like it was long. It's kind of like the Cody Rhodes match, but less entertaining because it was just like a lot of like oh brute force like. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It didn't just hit. There was another gear I thought it was going to hit that it never hit. Yeah. So it was. And the ending, I didn't like the ending. What was the ending? It again? was like Damien Priest just like showed up on the oh. outside, like looking. Look, just like looking weird. So is that whole time, I assume he's just under the mat then? I don't know like, if he came through the crowd or came from under oh, the mat. Okay. But well, yeah, it just like at one point, I, I was like, did I miss something? Because it just cuts to him like standing and like yeah. staring into the ring. And then AJ's like. What's going on? And then he does his move and then loses. Basically. Yeah, he does it too slow and gets speared. So, yeah, yeah I guess I I don't. There's probably more story to that. Yeah, but so, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's um, yeah, I, I don't know. It it just wasn't. And I didn't like the 
the thing with Edge, I liked him last year. I just don't enjoy the, like, I'm going to bring the worst out in you, like, gimmick yeah, thing. his whole, he's, like, reverting back to his, uh, so when he came out, when he first started, it was yeah. him, Christian, his tag team partner. Yeah. And Gangrel, who was like was like vampire. Yeah. So their whole thing was like we're three vampires. Oh God. <laughs> so he's kind of reverted back to that stuff, and it's yeah. like I don't care. Yeah, it's not. And he's like, I gotta bring out the worst in AJ Styles for him to beat me or whatever. And it's yeah. just like this is weird. Uh, but yeah, I guess that brings us to the main match of the night, the biggest match in WWE <laughs> history. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that hasn't been said before. It was up <laughs> until now, man. <laughs> yeah. Roman Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Battle of two titans. Roman came out victorious. What can we say? <laughs> Fuck that. So were you, really, were you actually mad that he, he won? I mean, I knew Roman probably was going to win, but I was secretly hoping Brock would win. <laughs> I, I disagree. <laughs> um, I wanted Brock to win so bad. Nah, man. The thing about... so. But it wouldn't make, I, I know, like, when you go outside of it, it doesn't make sense because Brock isn't a full-time wrestler or whatever, basically. And Roman's, like, the cash cow and that stuff. So it would make zero sense. Because otherwise Roman would just beat Brock at whatever the next pay-per-view would be. It just, at this point in, like, this whole... Because Roman's held the title for over, like, yeah. almost over two years yeah. now. Just let him keep running with it, I think. Because mm-hmm. the aura of him is so big. So, like, whenever someone finally beats him, yeah, it's like, that dude's a made man. He's going to be set for, like, he's the next big thing. So, yeah. like, I just don't know who that's going to be. I heard it compared to someone earlier this week where, like, you know, in the MMA where, like, it seems like some guy beats, like, every competitor in his division. It's like mm-hmm. no one's left. That's essentially what it is. Like, yeah. there's no one left to fight him. Yeah. So, it's like, there's rumors it could be Cody. There's rumors, like, Seth Rollins, Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think any of those people should beat him anytime yeah. soon. So, um. Sounds like a job for Cesaro. The returning Cesaro. <laughs> Honestly, what I recommended was let him hold this title till Big E's ready to come back in like a year and a half, two yeah. years. Have Big E come back and be the one to beat him. Wow. And that'd be like a huge pop. Yeah. But they're not going to wait that long. It, I would guess, I think you asked me, like, do I think Roman will hold the title this time next year? Yeah. Yes. Do I think he holds it after that? Probably not. Okay. I would bet he loses this time next year. But is he going to hold both of these titles then this whole time? I would say yes. So then basically does he show up now? He has to show up on Raw and SmackDown every week? Is that how that works or how? Or he just doesn't show up. Okay. Um, He's like, I'm the tribal chief. I don't have to show up. Like, <laughs> I'm too important to show up at this. He'll just have Paul Heyman show up for him or the Usos show up for oh, him. Okay. Um, you, you might be right. He might not hold both titles for that long, but I would bet uh, he holds a title up until then all right my question about the match though did roman get hurt at the end of the match and they had it called early it seems like it because like they cut to like roman saying something to paul and the announcers kind of did it but you're like is this just a so i think that was a fake okay i think he got hurt though i think the match ended quick um because if you look online there's like other things where like they were like kind of like checking in on him like during the match yeah um because was brock also hurt you think too no i I think just roman was hurt um if and it could have been a shoulder. He could have like been like real, like my shoulders out. Yeah. But I think that was more just like him like playing into the Kamora lock he just had on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I think the match as abruptly as it ended, which it also could have just ended abruptly. Like these matches, the Roman Brock matches kind of end this way sometimes because yeah. there's just like you build to a certain point, and you can't build anymore, so it just ends. Yeah. Um. But I think yeah, he got hurt. Um, okay. So. So do you think he's not going to wrestle in for a little bit? 
Yeah, and that that makes sense anyway. Like, yeah. it it will work story wise because yeah. he's like, I'm now the yeah. universal WWE champion. Like, I don't have to wrestle mm-hmm. until like the next pay per view, so he could have a month off. Storyline wise, it makes sense, but oh, God. yeah, I, I do think it because it did. It ended just like abruptly. Yeah, it uh, just seemed kind of weird how fast it did, and it didn't end well. Like he hit like a spear to the back and then <laughs> hit another spear and it was over. Like, yeah, so it did make sense. So, did you notice? I think that I remember they went back to this replay, but like when he's uh, Brock was doing the Kimura lock, at one point the rope moves in and he grabs it. And yep. I feel like they missed it initially or didn't like highlight it enough because then they came back to the replay. And they're like, oh, look at Paul pushing that in or whatever. Yeah, they they, those, they were too zoomed in and they like missed it. Yeah. I, I, I could see his hand, but like it was like just in the yeah, outside. Yeah, you couldn't really understand what was happening. So, and actually, when I first saw it, I thought that it was a botch. Like, that they weren't supposed to catch his hand, yeah, his hand and like yeah. it was no one was supposed to see that he pushed it, yeah. which also doesn't make sense because the people in the crowd would definitely see that. <laughs> so yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I think they just botched like that camera angle is what okay. happened. So yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I was sad Brock uh, didn't win, but whatever, fucking Roman, he's the final boss, man. Maybe I guess maybe that means he'll be here in uh, Des Moines here in the end of May on Memorial Day. <laughs> That'd be cool, except he's definitely not gonna fight. <laughs> So yeah, it's true. Um, you might get a Nuso fight though. They're uh, going over to Raw now to challenge. Oh, yeah. oh really? To challenge RK Bro? Roman told him on Friday Night SmackDown <laughs> to uh, go get those belts. I want the Bloodline to have all the belts. Oh my god! So they're gonna they're gonna go beat him, and that's really? the storyline is that they have all the belts. Yeah, no, that's stupid. So do you think RK Bro breaks up then? No, no. Oh, nice. I actually could see this leading into one of them challenging Roman for a while. Mm. So probably Riddle. Probably actually both of them. It'll probably go, Randy gets beat, then Riddle tries to defend him, and then Riddle ends up getting beat. Or maybe Riddle's the one who beats him. Riddle would be one of the people who you could, like, talk yourself into, like, building up enough to be, like, a new threat, so he's the one who beats Roman. I doubt it, but maybe. Yeah. So. Well, maybe Otis, out of of the Alpha Academy, will show up. Fuck yeah, man. Do the (laughs) Caterpillar or whatever. Do the Caterpillar on him. All right. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) All right. So, that was WrestleMania. That was pretty fun. Um... (laughs) What do you think? You gonna, you gonna try to watch next year? Uh, we'll we'll see what the matches are. That's the best way to put it. All right, that's that's hundred <laughs> percent because that's what tied me in. Brock got me, man. What if it's The Rock? I pro- oh, maybe because that's it's rumored. But I thought he couldn't do it anymore because of, but it's in Hollywood next year. So that just lets him out of his whatever. Why he can't do it? Well, the travel is a big thing for him. Oh, like, he okay. can't get off the the set. I thought he enough. had like an injury thing too. There is. It depends on what movies he's filming. Oh, okay. So. There's, there's been rumors for like four years. You would think, but that's even more so. Like Roman's gonna win that match. Yep. There's no reason the Rock would. So like the Brock, Brock, I could at least kind of talk myself into because Brock's around enough. But like the Rock's just coming in for a, you know, he's just coming in for a match and then he's out. So they're not gonna yeah. give. They're not gonna let him win. I don't know, man. Yeah, you wouldn't think so. But no, I, he won't. He won't. <laughs> no way. So yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping it's a Rick Bouge Roman Reigns match. <laughs> Sean, this, this is why I love you, man. You, you're a fan of the people. You like your Cesaros, Rick Bouge. Yeah, all the good wrestlers. <laughs> your Drew McIntyre stand. Like, I get it. Yeah, um, I get it. Yeah. But acknowledge him, Sean. No, fuck that. <laughs> I will never acknowledge Roman. <laughs> all right. We, we, we can get off the wrestling talk. Um, I guess any last comments before we, we get off? It? No, that's it. Okay. That's um, it. Move into the uh, free agency. I think last time we spoke, we uh, kind of did a little primer for it. 
um, and got a ton wrong, I think. Yeah, yeah, I would say we did. So, um, Sean, any, any, what was your biggest surprise, I guess, of free agency this year? Um, Von Miller going to the Bills. Yep. <laughs> I agree. I thought I bought into your hype of him going to the uh, Rams or coming back to the Rams, but no, he, I, I just, the thing is, it's just like, why would you want to go play in Buffalo? Because <laughs> they're good, man. They're, they're probably, I think they are right now the leader to win the Super Bowl next year. Uh, yeah, I, I, I've heard that. That may, that would make sense. I, I understand. I understand it from that point. I'm just saying, like, you could live in L.A. or you could live in Buffalo. I'm going to live in L.A. Yeah, but the thing is, you can live in Buffalo for three years, <laughs> win a title, maybe. Then move back. Yeah, then move back. Okay. But you could also just stay in L.A. and maybe win another title, so <laughs> there's that, too. But. That's true. How much did that hurt when you saw he left? A little. Oh, not as much as some, but it, it hurt a lot because he, he was a big deal down the end, like down the road there. Yeah. So um, we were definitely going to miss him when we still need to replace him. So that was pretty big. Um, yeah. What about uh, your boy coming back, Sean? I don't think we've talked since he... Tom Brady? Yep. Tampa Bay, baby. He essentially came in and said, Bruce Arians, get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's... He should have... I think the way he retired was kind of... It was all kind of weird how that happened, um, but I don't think he should have unretired and done this. Because I don't think Tampa Bay, unless he gets himself out of Tampa Bay, I don't think they're going to contend for a title. Like I, that's so <laughs> since he's come back, they're like the third highest odd to win Super Bowl next year. Why? Which is weird because I think if he hadn't retired, if he just said like I'm coming back, yeah, they would be much lower. Yeah. It's all like the him coming back has just somehow boosted the odds. I just. I, from my understanding, aren't they like pretty cash strapped? Like they can't really make a ton of more moves, can they? No, I mean, but they kept like they kept they uh, kept most of their people. Yeah, most of their people. They kept Ryan Jensen. Um, they got one of their guards back. No, oh, never mind. Okay. They lost both guards. I don't know. I, anyway, they they kept some people, not everybody. I just I don't know. I don't think they're gonna be like I. I don't think it made sense. He should have just retired. But whatever. Yeah. I... Keep going for glory. He's still going to be the greatest quarterback ever, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, until it... So here's the thing. He's eventually going to noodle arm. Yeah, that's the problem. You don't want to be Peyton Manning or Drew Brees in their last year. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's going to happen. eventually. Yeah. I don't care how superhuman this guy is. Yeah. Eventually, he's going to noodle arm yes. in the NFL. Yeah. And we'll see. I, I've debated is this year... The karma comes that, back to bite him. Well, yeah, that would be the worst thing is if this is... This was the time for it to happen. <clears throat> yeah, I I don't know. Um, some other big things I think we haven't talked since last... Or I don't know if last time the big wide receiver trades had happened yet. So there have been probably, really three this summer. So we got yeah. Amari Cooper to Cleveland. I know yes. we talked about that. Yeah. Um, the Packers guy. I'm, I'm Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. I don't know if we had talked about No, he's that. going to the Raiders. Reunite with Derek Carr. Which is crazy. Guess what? Not going to take him in fantasy football. You don't think so? No. Receivers never do as well when they go to another team. I don't care if Derek Carr and them, he played together. Aaron Rodgers is way better than Derek Carr. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> you got a point. I think he's going to be good. But yeah, probably not. I think he'll way. be all right, but I think I, I feel like whatever his ranking is in fantasy football, it's going to be too high for me. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I heard something, someone put this out there that like the top like 10 to 20 receivers in the NFL are yeah. so good. It's like so close. Yeah. Where like, you could be top five in talent wise, but you're probably not a top five receiver based off yeah. of your like position, like situation. Yeah. So I can see that. But worst case, and this is the other trade, Tyreek Hill absolutely will not take him in fantasy football. I'm glad he got paid for him himself, but he is 
not going to be good, I feel like. Yeah, I don't... Their offense is really weird down there now. Yeah. It's like, we're going to run a 49ers offense, but we've invested a shit ton in receivers. Yeah. It seems like a just a terrible situation, basically. Like, it's not going to go well. The, o- the only thing I could see is... So, we're still, like, just, like, two years out from Tua, like, having that big injury. Yeah. Maybe it's taken this long for him to, like, fully recover, but... I don't think so. Yeah. That's the only thing I could see is like maybe he's... Who's their other receivers besides Tyreek? So they have Tyreek Hill. They have Jalen Waddle, who they drafted six yeah. last year. Oh, yeah. Then they that Cedric Willis guy, I'm pretty sure, from Dallas signed oh, there. Wilson, yeah. Wilson. Yeah. And then that Mike Jaleski guy, who's their tight end. Yeah, um, okay. He's there. So, I mean, that's, that's a lot of money to spend on it is. the receiving core. Uh, yeah. They're not going to be that good. <laughs> no. I mean, they did sign that... Teron Armstead guy. Yeah. Um, so their line could be better, but... I, I just don't think Tua is that good is the problem. Nope. You nope. can have a, the best receivers in the world, but if you don't have a fucking quarterback, it doesn't matter. I mean, look at what happened to Odell last year once he found a quarterback who could pass him the ball. Yeah, it, really, <laughs> it, it, that's what it comes down to. It's Is it weird that, like, three years ago, he people were, like, tanking for Tua? Yes. That it's, was it's weird because, yeah, he has not turned out at all like what they, everyone thought he would be. Not that he's like a complete dumpster fire of a quarterback, but he's just like... I don't know. I think some people would call him a complete dumpster fire. <laughs> I think he... I mean, like, he's not going to like completely flame out of the league, but he's going to be like a serviceable backup, I think, yeah. is what is his... And he's a Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. Spoiler alert for everybody. We're going to do the would you rather quarterbacks after this. And uh, spoiler, I'd rather have Marcus Mariota. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, I guess it helps when your college team has like 10 first rounders around you. Yeah, so. I think that helps. Just, I think the other thing is because it's, the, is there, I'm trying to think, has any Alabama quarterback actually been really good in the NFL? I mean, Jalen Hurts, but J- like. Jalen Hurts, Mac Jones, like, no, I mean. But none, none of them have been like, they're usually average, but they're not like Tom Brady level or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, level I think before then the best one was A.J. McCarron. Yeah. And he was a backup, basically, yeah. was his, his role. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> That's why I just don't trust a, a Alabama quarterbacks, basically. Too much talent. Alabama yeah. has too much talent. Exactly. You got to get. You gotta go for Josh Allen, who's out there fucking straining away in Wyoming. Yeah, just fucking a bunch of high school kids, <laughs> yeah. essentially. So, okay, um, let's see who else we got here. Um, oh, J.C. Jackson signed with uh, L.A. Chargers. He was the uh, corner. Yes. Who did we think he was going to sign with? I don't think we knew. <laughs> um, I don't know. Good for the Chargers. Obviously, they're trying to. Yeah, they improved. They got him. They got uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, Cleo Mack. I don't think we ever talked about Cleo Mack is oh, with the Chargers yeah. now. Yeah. So the defense got a little better. Yeah, I would sure. say so. Um, hey, Bobby Wagner coming to the LA Rams, baby. <laughs> let's just yeah, uh, let's sign them all. That's when I had text you. He's going to be the flame out linebacker. That's going to play like four games and get cut. Basically. Probably. It's hey man. Right now though. Rams got all pro men, all world Aaron Donald, all pro Bobby Wagner, all pro Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> I I mean it could work out if he if he's halfway decent. Like yeah, it's a good signing. Yeah, it's kind of weird because the Rams have never since like Sean McVay came into the yeah. system invested in linebackers. Yeah. Like they've almost went out of their way to like not pay him. <laughs> so now they're gonna pay Bobby Wagner. Yeah, which I wonder what it does to their defense, but we'll see. Um, let's see who else. Who else you got out there? Well. Somewhere? I, I remember Randy Gregory was supposed to sign back with Dallas and then went to Denver. Yeah, have you heard about like how this happened? No, so I don't. Apparently, so. he was gonna sign with Dallas, but then Dallas kind of got like near the ends, like 
started trying to kind of fuck with his like money yeah. structure on it. It's like, actually, we're going to do it. Like, you're going to get the same amount, but like the, you got to do certain other things yeah. or like, and apparently he's like, fuck this. I'm just going to go to Denver. Yeah. So <laughs> fair enough. Good for him then. Yeah. Um, I'm curious because like he had had issues when he came in the league and it seemed like they had a good support structure for him in Dallas. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to like train, if they're going to have that over there. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fair. But yeah, he could be good if they're over there. Um, Oh, I saw. I didn't realize Christian Kirk signed with the Jaguars for a shit ton of money. Yeah, I would not have. Um, they paid a lot of money for a lot of people. That that seems absurd because he is like, he was like, I don't know, wide receiver three maybe in fantasy football. I wouldn't pay for that. Yeah, I. I Who's their coach? I forgot who their coach is. Doug Peterson now, baby. Oh no, I feel bad. <laughs> hey man, it's all right. They got they got Trevor Lawrence. Um, they signed Brandon Scherf. Oh yeah, that, they're gonna be bad. <laughs> they're still gonna be bad. So yeah. Um, let's see who else is out there. That was a big name. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Yeah. Pushing Robert Woods out essentially is what happened there. Which uh, I was sad. I was sad to see that. Yeah. I'm happy to see Allen Robinson brings a different threat to them there. Yeah. But, uh, man, I, Robert Woods, Bobby Trees, man. Bobby Trees. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I think Allen Robinson's a fine replacement. Yeah, he, he's good. Um. I just don't fucking know where their money's coming from. <laughs> I, I love it because we just keep signing people. They're just going to be like the fucking, what the Saints. Saints are eventually. And then they're just going to have to get rid of everyone. Just make it be when Sean McVay leaves. It should be our tank year. I'll, find, I'll find a new hobby for that one year. That is what's going to happen. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling's going to Kansas City. Yeah, him and Juju. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, the, I guess the Juju part surprised me. I didn't realize that he was like, gonna leave but i i mean from the sense of do i want mason rudolph throwing me the football or do i want or dwayne haskins or do i want patrick mahomes i'm gonna choose patrick mahomes every time so he could have actually done this last year though it's oh really like he had his it was in between them and kansas city and he chose like i'm gonna go back to pittsburgh to like up my value again Oof. then he had a year with noodle arm ben roethlisberger yeah. and it's like fuck maybe i should just go play with patrick, patrick yeah. mahomes actually so what do you think about the chiefs like so they let go of tyree kill mm-hmm. got two like bigger receivers now like yeah. Their offense is definitely going to be different because you yeah. don't have that take top off yeah. defense guy. But yeah, Kelsey a year older. I don't I don't know. Because last year their offense was kind of weird. So who knows? Maybe they're just trying to retool it again because like it was getting stale. But like Tyreek Hill obviously was very fast and very good. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't know. Or maybe it's just going to be like Mahomes is so great he'll just make any receiver good, basically. I could see that too. <laughs> um, yeah, just I, I could see that for sure. Um Jameis Winston, coming back, baby. Who? At least, hey, be another great quarterback battle with Taysom Hill for half the year. Oh, God, yeah. I would still, I would actually play Jameis. Uh, London Fournette's went back. I don't know. I don't really see anyone else I really care about. Chandler Jones went to Las Vegas, and then they traded Yannick Ndakwe. Oh, really? Yeah, which I don't understand that. I, I thought Yannick Ndakwe was probably better than Chandler Jones, but. Guess not. So well, I just saw DJ Chark, who was great for my fantasy team two years ago, went to Detroit. Went to Detroit? Yeah. Oh, oh I did read that. Jared Goff, baby. You're going to have someone to throw to. Oh, fuck. For another year. Um, my boy. Ju- oh, man. Sorry. I was just going to say, Juju signed for way less than what he was making before. Yeah, he uh, he's not had a few good men. He was like the next big thing that one year. Yeah. Like, has not been good since. So. For sure. What are you going to say? My boy, Marcus Mariota, starting quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, is he really going to be their starter? Yeah, no one else is there. 
gross. They're they're gonna be bad next year. Like their team is bad. They have no one there. Like their best receiver is now Tampa Bay's like fourth receiver. Oh. So it's because like, what happened to uh, Ridley got suspended. Yeah, Ridley got suspended. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, their second one was Rasul Douglas or something like that. Not Rasul Douglas. Yeah. Something Douglas. And yeah, he signed with Tampa to be their fourth receiver. Jesus. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, but was that the <clears throat> coach for the the Falcons? He was there in Tennessee with Mariota, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. So that's probably which is weird because I think his first year's off- offensive coordinator is when they're like. Take it, take a seat, Marcus. Oh no, we're getting Ryan. <laughs> so, oh man, that's not. Where did Matt Ryan go then? Matt Ryan went to Indy. Yeah, we didn't talk about that. He uh, got traded to Indianapolis. Yeah. So, musical musical God. chairs is still going on. Fucking Indianapolis. Yeah, and Carson Wentz is in Washington. Washington. Russell Wilson, in Denver. Um, who else we got moved? Ugh. I don't know. Someone out there is yelling because there's a real obvious one. <laughs> but Matt Ryan, it, the Colts, like, new quarterback every year, and they'll still be average. Yeah, I think they, this is, like, the fifth or sixth year they're going to have a new starting quarterback. Yeah. So, we'll see. Eventually, yeah. eventually that's not going to work because your team is going to get too pricey to, like, just keep building, like, throwing in a quarterback for. Yeah. So, we'll see. Yep. So, Sean, <laughs> it's time. We've been it's talking time. about this since the last podcast. We're excited for it. Yeah. We're going to do a would-you-rather quarterback game. Um, mm-hmm. and we're going to play this by ear, everybody. So come along for the ride. <laughs> um, so Sean, let's put down some rules here. Sometimes these games, it's like, would you rather have this quarterback for the next five years, three years, like yeah. just a season? We're going to throw that out the window, Sean. It's whatever you want. <laughs> so All right. would you rather have this quarterback? If you're a guy who's like, I want to build for the future more, yeah. you do that. If, if you're more like, I'm winning now, you do that. All right. I'm going to say I'm probably going to go with winning now more than likely. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> so, let's do this. Um, I'm going to start this. So, how we're going to do this is I have the projections for on ESPN.com for the quarterbacks, fantasy-wise, yeah. next year. So, I'm just going to pick some people at random okay. in these tiers. So, I kind of tiered these off myself. And we're just going to go with it. Okay. Okay. So, let's go with, would you rather have Joe Burrow or Kyler Murray? Joe Burrow. Yep. Me, too. Me, too. <laughs> Um, Dak Prescott or Aaron Rodgers? Ooh, that's hard. That's where the future one comes. Yeah, in, I was say, right? this is where, this is where you got to kind of like start that. balancing it. Probably Rodgers. <clears throat> He's better. Rodgers is a better quarterback. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Rodgers, but bear. Okay, <laughs> Dak or Joe? Joe. I think Joe has shown more. Joe got to the Super Bowl. He's yeah, you got me there. Him. You got me there. Okay. Um, Dak or Kyler? Ooh. If I didn't know about what Kyler, it seems like he's a little misfit child down in Arizona a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I'll still go with Kyler. I okay. think he's. Okay. How about Lamar or Joe Burrow? Joe Burrow. I, I, think, I think Lamar's overrated at this point. Ooh, I. Yeah, maybe more than Joe. Okay. He has a Lamar has a specific offense that has to be ran for him, basically. Okay. Okay. Here's a good one. Joe Burrow or Tom Brady. Oh man. I'm going Joe Burrow. I probably would go with Joe at this point. Okay. Who knows if Tom's noodle arm yep. could start. Um Lamar or Dak? Ooh. <clears throat> I'm going Dak. Probably Dak. Because yep. Dak is He's mobile, but he can also throw a lot better than Lamar. Yep. Okay. 
Um, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Or Justin Herbert. Oh. It pains me because I want to say Herbert, but Rodgers is better, I feel like, in my mind. Rodgers. Yep. <laughs> okay. But I love Herbert. Um, all right. These two are at the top, so let's just do this now. All right. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Oh, man. I love Josh Allen. I'm going Josh I've... Allen. <laughs> but I feel like Mahomes is actually better. Yep. But I'm going Josh Allen. <laughs> I'll have to go with Mahomes on this. Okay. Would you rather Mahomes or Rodgers? Mahomes. <laughs> Rodgers or Allen? Ooh. Probably Allen. Okay. I think I'm also going to keep... Okay. So, you said, did we do Herbert or Rodgers already? Yes. Who'd you say again? Rodgers. Okay. So, right now, those are essentially our top three. Allen, Mahomes, Rodgers. Yeah. With, we have them swapped around. Yeah. Herbert or Tom Brady? Probably Herbert. I think Herbert, too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I, Joe Burrow or Justin <laughs> Herbert? Did we do that one? I don't know if we did. I'd probably take Joe. I think I'm going to take Justin. Really? Yep. Oh, my God. He's bigger. He's bigger, can hold up a little better. All right. Um, so one guy who's in the top ten here who I haven't mentioned yet, I think he's probably at the bottom here, but let's... Russell Wilson. Bottom, for sure. Or Kyler Murray, though. Kyler. Yeah, Kyler. <laughs> but it's close. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm concerned about Russell's injury history, and it seems he's kind of on... Right now, he's regressed a little bit. I agree, but man, Kyler has also seemed to regress a little bit. Really, just in six months. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I, I there's more potential. This is where I go to the potential part. Right? There's more potential I see in Kyler. Yep. Okay. Man, they have. All right. This is crazy. ESPN, you're crazy. <laughs> I, I just found. Okay. They got Trey Lance in the second tier here. For nope. Me. So um, let's just do this. Trey Lance or Trevor Lawrence? Trevor. Oh, that's actually kind of hard, but I'd probably take Trevor Lawrence. Okay. Trey Lance or Justin Fields? Probably Justin Fields. Yeah, I think so too. Justin yeah. Fields or Trevor Lawrence? Probably Justin Fields right now. Really, I, I think I'd probably go with Trevor Lawrence still. Justin I mean, Fields wasn't good either. Yeah, in my mind, I feel like Justin Fields is slightly better than Trevor Lawrence. Okay. okay. Um, but I'll probably be wrong on that. So here we go. Here's one: Kirk Cousins or Derek Carr? Oof, that's a hard one. Probably Derek Carr. Yep, I would also agree, Derek Carr. <laughs> Um, but they're pretty fucking similar. Tua or Ryan Tannehill? Ooh. Probably Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to have to. Just do- because like, I can trust... Tannehill, like, as long as you have people around him, he can do a decent job. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't know if Tua is No, I, 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 I think I agree. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go... So we both picked Tannehill. Let's go Tannehill versus... You had Fields as your... Yeah. I'm gonna, Tannehill pick, or I'm gonna pick Tannehill. Okay, what about Tannehill or Lawrence? Tannehill. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Derek Carr or Tannehill? Probably Carr. All right. Tannehill or Cousins? Oh man, these three white guys could just be irreplaceable <laughs> of each other. Probably I'm Tannehill. I'm gonna go Cousins, I think. But I think it's my COVID bias is coming in against Cousins here. That's now. fair. <laughs> That's fair. Um, okay, so. Tannehill's, I feel, had more postseason success than Cousins has, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But I, I think I'd take Cousins over him. Uh, okay, so here's one. Jalen Hurts or Matthew Stafford? 
Stafford, Stafford. for sure. <laughs> yep, Stafford. Jalen Hurts or Derek Carr? Carr. Jalen Hurts or Fields? Oof. I'm going to go Hurts. Probably Hurts. Yeah. Barely. All right. For you, Hurts or Cousins? Oh, Cousins. Okay. <laughs> so there's a guy on here. I'm I'm not going to make us rank this guy, but Deshaun yeah. Watson's number 13 on the rankings. So I'm not going to make him rank it. They yeah. just rank him um, for obvious reasons, but just for, when, for the people out there like, that's not the next 10. Well, that's why. <laughs> um, okay. So the next one is actually, okay, let's do this. Stafford or Wilson? Stafford. Stafford, <laughs> Stafford or Murray? Stafford. I agree. Um, Stafford or Lamar? I like Stafford. Me too. I just feel he's more reliable. Um, who would that next person be? Oh, Stafford or Dak? That gets harder. Probably lean Stafford, but Dak has more versatility, I feel like, than Stafford would. I think you're right. I'm going to, this is biased, but I'm going to take Stafford. Yeah. Um, okay. Stafford or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably take Tom Brady, too. I think Stafford's probably right up in there, but not quite. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's jump down. This is like the bottom tier of starters in the NFL here. So let's, All right. this, is, this is when it'll get fun. Yeah. Let's go Carson Wentz or Daniel Jones. Oh, Carson Wentz. I'm going Daniel Jones. Wow. I'm, Wentz has at least had some success. I feel like I haven't seen anything out of Yeah, Daniel Wentz is also like good coaches. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right. Jameis Winston or Jared Goff? Jameis. Jared. <laughs> Jameis also... Actually, no, you're, th- you're right. Jared, Jameis is the right pick there. Yeah. Jameis may have thrown a lot of interceptions, but he's also thrown a lot of... Like, he, he's talented. He just can make some bad decisions. Okay. Here we go. Falcons just chose this one. Matt Ryan or Marcus Mariota? Oh, man. That's actually kind of hard. Probably Matt Ryan, though. I'm going to go Marcus Mariota. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take the upside to him for this next season. I, I, I will not. Okay. Let's go Jared Goff or... Man, these, these guys are bad down here. Um, let's go Jared Goff or Carson Wentz. Probably Carson Wentz. <laughs> no. We, we... There's a stain in your eyes after that. <laughs> Jared Goff. <laughs> um, okay. Jameis Winston or Tua. Oof, probably Tua, but Jameis is a lot closer. Yeah, it's close. I would, think, I, I would want it, would think it would be. Okay, I agree. Um, let's go with Daniel Jones All right. or Justin Fields. <laughs> Justin Fields. Yep, Justin Fields. <laughs> I agree. Um, oh, here's a good one. Mac Jones or Mitch Trubisky? Oh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Is Trubisky starting somewhere this year? Steelers, baby. Oh, God. They are also tanking. It's going to be between them and the fucking Falcons. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Mac Jones or Carson Wentz? Mac Jones or Carson Wentz? Mac Jones. Yeah. I agree. agree. Um, Ooh, here's a good one. Davis Mills. Or Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. 
I'm going Davis Mills. Wow. <laughs> He's shown some upside for No, him. not enough. All right. Not enough for me. Zach Wilson. All right. Or Jared Goff. That's hard. Yeah, see, this is. I think Zach Wilson could have a big bump for him. Yeah. And I think Jared, Jared's probably where he's at. Yeah, but I just don't know. He plays for the Jets. That's the problem. Uh, I'll go with Goff on this one. Okay. Okay, me too. <laughs> me too. Um, ooh, here we go. Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Or Carson Wentz. Jimmy G. I agree. Jimmy G or Tua. Jimmy G. Yeah, yep, I'm going to go with it. Um, Jimmy G or Jameis? Jimmy G. Ooh, I, I think I'm going to go Jameis there. <laughs> okay, well, for you, let's keep going. Jimmy G or who would the next one be? Ryan Tannehill. Probably Tannehill. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, Baker Mayfield or Jimmy G? Probably Jimmy. Sorry, Baker. That's right. I'm going to take Baker, but I, I understand the reason here. Um, okay, Baker or... Carson Wentz. Baker. Yep. <laughs> Baker or Tua? Oof. Oh, that one's hard. Uh, maybe I'm Tua. Going, I'll go Tua. Slightly. Oh, I'm still going Baker. <laughs> um, Baker or Justin Fields? Weirdly, I want to say Baker on this, even though I've been higher on Justin <laughs> Fields. That's the thing that's weird about it. Hey, that's that's how it works. That's how that's how the pick'em game works, man. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's go. There's some good ones down here. Um, ooh. Teddy Two Gloves. Oh, I love Teddy Two Gloves. Or Jared Goff. Probably Goff, unfortunately. Yeah, just, <laughs> um, I don't know if I can pick Teddy over many people. Okay, here's one. Jared Goff or Tua? Uh, ooh, probably Tua. Okay. I was thinking the same thing, but I'm like, maybe we have Tua ranked too high. Yeah. But, yep, I agree. Um, Gardner Minshew. Ah, stash. Or Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Gardner Minshew or Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Gardner Minshew or Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. Okay. I think the closest one you're gonna get is him, Gardner Minshew, and Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> then I get. Then it gets one. hard. Here's one. Teddy Two Gloves or Marks Mariota. Oh man, you're gonna love this. I'm gonna actually say Marcus. Yes, you are. Buddy. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm trying to think, is there anybody else on here? Um, Taylor Heineke. Okay. Or Mitch Trubisky. Probably Taylor Heineke. I'm going to go with Trubisky, I think. Okay, <laughs> but let's keep going. Let's keep going. Matt Ryan or Taylor Heineke? Matt Ryan. Taylor Heineke or Teddy Two Gloves? Taylor, I feel so bad. I love Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> He's just not that good, unfortunately. Okay, Taylor Heineke or Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Okay, okay. So that's probably his back. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. <laughs> I got CJ Beathard on here still. Um, I'm gonna say he's under Teddy Two Gloves. Nick Foles or Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> Probably Nick Foles because he's actually <laughs> had relative success. He's won a Super Bowl. Here we go. Philly fans are going to love this. Nick Foles or Carson Wentz. Oh, that's hard, actually. Yeah. Probably this, Foles, honestly. And the sad thing is one of them is going to be a backup somewhere. One of them is going to be a starter. And it's the opposite way we, we're both thinking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about this? Um, 
Malik Willis is the number one um, quarterback prospect yes. out there. Would you rather have him or Teddy Two Gloves? Probably the prospect. Okay. Prospect or Jared Goff? Prospect. Okay. Prospect or... Let's see. Sorry. Oh, you're good. The prospect or Davis Mills? Prospect. Prospect or Matt Ryan? Oh, this that got hard. I'm gonna go with prospect. Though. Okay, prospect or Ryan Tannehill. I go Tannehill. Tannehill. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's where I stopped too. I guess you had Jimmy G pretty high. I was gonna say him or Jimmy G. Um, I'd say Jimmy G. That'd be close though. Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> He's not even playing. Or anymore. Teddy Two Gloves. <laughs> Teddy Two Gloves. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to think of anybody else. <laughs> Trying to think of anybody else. I don't know. I am. I think I'm. I think we're fresh out. Yeah, I think we're out. So okay. Well, that was uh, the uh, NFL QB pick'em. Yes. So Sean, what'd you think? How was it? It was a fun process. We should do that more often. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Um, I don't know if we could do it with other positions. I think it really would just be running back or receivers, probably. But I don't know if it'd go. It would not be as fun. I feel like. But. All right, let's do it. <laughs> Tyree Kill or Devonte Adams? Devonte Adams. Devonte Adams or Cooper? Cup. Cooper Cup. Yep, agreed. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of other people. Travis Kelsey or Tyree Kill? Uh, tra- uh, probably, ooh, that's hard. Travis Kelsey, maybe? Okay, yeah. All right, for, to listen to more of these, tune back into the next Banner <laughs> Talk. We might have some more of these. So, Sean, yeah. you got any, any last comments no. before we uh, let the listeners go? I think that's it. Okay. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jordan and I love talking about odds. If you know what odds are, that means gambling. And we're proud to say we're sponsored by BetUS, the premier gambling sponsor of the Pandering Talk. So if you're interested in playing... Just check out the link in the description of this episode and play responsibly on BetUS. Thank you for listening to The Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments, just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under The Pandering Talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.